Today, we have Grace Quintana on board, who has been the National Account Recruiting Manager for BC Forward in the past. Grace, I'd like you to give us a short intro about yourself. Yes, thank you, Raj. Thank you for having me. I'm excited about bringing ideas to the LinkedIn community, and I've been in recruiting for some time and really enjoy being in a fast-paced environment. I've enjoyed, throughout the course of my career, building teams, building new departments, and building company initiatives. All right. That is awesome, Grace. Today, we are actually going to discuss the top HR practices that generate revenue for tech sales. And for the same, I've identified three main problems. So number one being adjusting to a changing post-COVID world and a world where people matter than ever. High cost of borrowing and massive layoffs are the biggest issues that people are facing. Problem number two has been to finding the quality candidates to boost business performance and the third problem that we've identified is training sales teams to sell in a competitive market. And uh, to address these problems, we've created a set of three questions. So I'll be shooting them to you. Moving forward to what are these gonna questions gonna be? So our first question will be, what sales recruiting techniques are most effective on 2023? Yeah, so I lead my team by fine-tuning my recruiter skill sets to their own specialized area and really to meet the delivery of a client. So it's very much client-focused and data-driven these days. So really adapting to what the client needs is in terms of engagement and really meeting those metrics is obviously key to keeping them happy. So it could be that you know your recruiter is probably good at tech or non-tech roles. They're great at specific markets and understand the industries there that are in demand, or you know simply their turnaround time is consistent. It's about really identifying the areas of where to concentrate and build their skill sets that maybe are not as strong. Maybe they have soft skill set sets somewhere. And so I, I really try to stay engaged with my team um, since it's very much the ability to have the sales meetings with clients is truly going to come from the performance of the team. So the more engagement I get with my recruiters, the more on a weekly and you know monthly basis, I'm able to understand how I can also be a leader to them. You know, building value to educate others, like the recruiting team that I have is really leading more by an educational standpoint of building value from not only a staffing organization, as well as from a client perspective. So truly understanding what they're getting from the company that they're interested in and how that weighs with other companies that maybe they're also entertaining or interested in. So the other thing is that I really try to make them understand how do they build rapport and create a community around their pipeline. So not really just necessarily nurturing a pipeline as we know it and recruiting by staying in touch, but genuinely trying to understand like um, as we continue to build strong relationships, they have other interests like hobbies and activities, or they're also learning um, with different licenses, you know, keeping in mind if they're 
if they're in the process of getting a license, you know, where are you with it? Are you still pursuing it? Are you still actively even interested in roles that are requiring it? So those are things that really just make us also understand the talent behind who are the people coming um, forth to really be interested in working with us. Now, the other thing too that I like to evaluate with sales training is it's really an ongoing process. It can really be learning about who the competitors are, what industries are leading in the markets. Um, you know, New York City is completely different from Irving or what's going on in Tampa in comparison to Seattle. So it's really um, understanding what we're assigned to and then keeping up to speed with the cutting edge, cutting edge technologies based on the roles that we're getting um, in certain areas of business, right? Project managers are not gonna be requiring the same as developers. So it's truly getting a huge umbrella of what we continuously see and really understanding that that is a key foundation to what are the questions we're asking. The candidate will learn from not only them, but it's gonna truly help the candidate storytelling for their interview processes. Not just really, you know, if they're passively looking or actively looking, but genuinely you want to really stand out across the competitors, especially in the staffing space. Um, so that really, I feel like, allows to deliver the quality talent um, across the board for everyone, right? The recruiters and the candidates. So everybody wins. That's pretty on point, Grace, and very insightful as well. So. Yeah. Thank you for that. Moving forward to our next question, Grace. How do you determine if a new tech salesperson is going to be a good fit for your company? I really like this question so much because the person really has to have a burning desire to learn. I mean, it's really just going into any new role, um, but more specifically, recruiting is just that. Um, because it's so fast-paced and it's always changing, it's always moving, it's really about you know owning your space, um, owning your environment, and asking questions, right? Like participation has never been more important since the you know some people are in this flex schedule of either working remote, being hybrid, or you know even slowly integrating back into the corporate culture by being in office. So. Um, it, the other thing is really just taking initiative and sharing ideas. Um, collaboration is not really as, um, I think, beneficial to everyone if it's only only one person speaking all the time. And so that's really where I enjoy embracing different opinions and ideas and, you know, learning from it, it's truly about learning from each other. There's no one right way with recruiting, which is what I enjoy most. Um, you know, it's kind of the hunt that goes for uh, looking for candidates. You never know how you're going to get there. And I think that's it's really more about enjoying the journey. Um, and I want to be able to have somebody that can have fun as well. All right. You know, the fun is the most important part. Actually, it all depends on how happy the people that are working in your company are. And if they are happy, then you're definitely going to be successful. And that's what all the researchers tell us. So. Yes, morality is very much key to keeping a team on the same page and really, you know, translates into productivity. When people are very happy with what they do or they definitely feel like they're getting the support they need from leadership, it makes them want to drive and be motivated more 
you know, to come to work. And that's genuinely the type of environment I try to keep with my team. So, you know, it, it's exciting to want to grow with this, the people that you're closest to. All right. So Grace, have you ever used any kind of assessments for uh, assessing your sales team if they are a good fit for your company or not? Have you ever tried doing that? Not, but I think the most important thing, just because the resources really honestly haven't been there, but more importantly, I would say if there those aren't options for some people, I like to do a lot of role playing. Um, you know, I've been through behavioral or cognitive assessments myself, but I don't feel like they're as engaging. And, you know, if it's truly going to be somebody that you're going to be working with 40 hours a week, I prefer to really just start role playing you know, like, tell me how you're talking to candidates or tell me, you know, story, tell me what you're exactly doing. Storytelling really paints a picture for me to understand, like, can they tell a story to their candidates? Can they tell a story to their client? Can they tell a story to their leadership? Right. So if it's a one on one or, hey, there's a challenge, there's an obstacle Tell me about those things. Um, so I feel like that that's really where I utilize it most um, when I'm interviewing prospective recruiters to be on my team right. is to, to understand it like that. You know, an assessment can only take you so far. It's going to give you a grade. Um, but I prefer, you know, really it's it's about trying to understand where are the skill sets um, that are strong and then which ones are not as strong that we immediately would know where what we need to focus on as they come in. All right. So actually, we've got uh, some assessments which are very focused towards the tech sales part of it. So I'll send you a, a link uh, of the free assessment. You can take a look at it. What is the differentiator okay. here? It provides a comprehensive insight about the person's personality in the sales, specifically in the tech sector. At the same time, it also gives a lot of brief details about on every single topic and not just providing them grades. So that is something that you should definitely take a look at it. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. So moving forward, Grace, I'll be shooting the next question, and which is, what techniques do you teach your new sales teams before they start selling? Great question. So I, I like to enjoy understanding what is the VMS, what is the CRM, re-educating, understanding like what tools are we not using, what's being underutilized because uh, the bulk of the business that is there in, in an existing sort of candidate pool that you pull from is immediately going into a CRM. So I really just try to start there and understand how everybody's usage. Um, you know, can you tell me about maybe how do you run these campaigns on, do you know the process? Can you walk me through it? And everything from going into there and then taking initiatives on what else do we need to learn? So those are two key things, you know, not everybody's going to be well-versed on, especially if they have multiple maybe job boards. Um, you know, at the time when I worked at Amazon, we had six different job boards and including our CRM. So it is genuinely taking time to ensure that every single button is used to your capability. And I like to just make sure that all the resources that they're able to use are at their disposal to make them as successful as possible. Um, that's really my ultimate goal. So I focus training around all those things. Um, the other thing is also 
understanding like how do we do the role playing so they can feel confident about selling. Um, and so sometimes those role playing, you know, might take templates, might take questions, might take one on one, might take them out of their like comfort zone, you know, and going into like a group of four or five people on their team when they're all working virtually, you know, it's different when you're in a office space, you get to hear and learn and, and you know, understand everybody's different style. Whereas remote, it requires more creativity, I think, for leaders to understand, like, how do they keep their employees engaged? Yes, there's meetings for leadership and team meetings. But also outside of that, like, how are we able to collaborate where they feel safe and comfortable to, you know, and, you know, talk to us and let me see what your style is, right? I mean, especially if they're cold calling um, or, you know, maybe it's a new role that they're completely unfamiliar with. Let's go through it two or three times before you get on the phone. So I always like to do those types of things. And um, at the end of the day, I I want them to understand that they are far more involved in the process because at times, you know, not everybody is a full desk recruiter. Sometimes they're doing everything up until the offer. So, you know, are they familiar with even the offer stage, even if they're not the ones doing it? So I like for everybody to be confident from the start to the finish line on what that looks like. That is pretty awesome, Grace. I myself had, had a previous experience doing a lot of hiring. So I was doing that for Goldman Sachs, which, which has been one of our clients. And meeting the top salespeople was everyday more education for me at the same time. I have noticed that a lot of people believe in training their team to, in and out the whole process. And it actually works. So, yeah, that was on point, Grace. Grace, would you like to share anything else apart from this before I summarize the whole uh, discussion with you? I'd say that's it. Yeah, I'd say that's All it. Right. I mean, I really appreciate the opportunity. Hopefully, you know, it's insightful to some I, people. I, I think I have uh, something more for you. So where I was actually, you know, looking out for understanding you know what could be your feedback and suggestions so i'll go off the record here and then we can discuss more so just let yeah. me stop the recording